This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com. Are there any words that we can offer? We've all seen the images of young men, women cut down in the prime of their lives, of elderly, a Holocaust survivor, children. What can we possibly say? What meaningful words can we offer? We can only echo the words of Yermia Hanavi, who said, Miyitain. We can only echo the heart-wrenching cry of Yermia Hanavi, who said, if only my head would be a fountain of tears. There are no words at this time. There are only tears. Many people ask, why is this happening? What is the cause of this? Many years ago, on the number two bus in Yushalayim, there was a bomb that went off, 23 Yedin Nebuch were killed, and they went to the Paisek Hadar of Yosef Shalmel Yashev. And it was asked, why did this happen? What was the Avera? There were many different suggestions. And Rav Yashev gave a four-word response. Ainli Asek Benestaris. We have no business in the hidden realm of heaven. Meaning, we don't know what Hashem's calculation is. And if Rav Yashev, the Paisek Hadar, could not give a definitive reason for why tragedy happens, then it goes without saying we are not capable of designating specific causes why tragedy happens in this world. But on the other hand, we can't exempt ourselves. We can't just continue on with our lives and say, well, we don't know why this is happening. There's a very important question we need to ask ourselves. It's well known that when the Chavetz Chaim would hear a bolt of thunder. The Chavetz Chaim would say, Vas tata. What's Rebun Hashem asking me? What does God want from me? And that's a question we all have to ask ourselves. What message is Hashem sending to me personally? Who, who is as great as the Jewish people? Instinctively, everyone wants to do something we all want to go out there. We want to be part of this war. <laughs> we want to be there on the, on the front lines. What could we do? Now, there are many collections that are taking place. Whatever we can do to show our generosity toward the soldiers, to supply for the needs of the soldiers, to supply food, other supplies, Hatzala, whatever kind of support we could give the families of the victims. This is our way of showing unity and solidarity at a time like this. But we are Mamina B'nai Mamina. We are believing Jews. And as believing Jews, our tradition is, is that yes, there is a physical war zone that is taking place. There's a front lines. But it is our belief that the root of this is taking place in Shamayim. That there's a spiritual battle that takes place be- between forces of evil between Yishmael and the Jewish people, Klal Yisrael. And it is regarding this battle that we need, that all of us need to ask ourselves, what can I do? What is my role? Because it is regarding this battle, we are all on the front lines. We are all soldiers in this battle. And every morning when we get up in the morning to daven, to learn, to do chesed, to do mitzvahs, we are all fighting this battle. And therefore, we need to ask ourselves, what are our tactics? What are our techniques? 
What is the battle plan? Because it is regarding this battle, wherever you may live. You could be a Jew anywhere in the world, on any of the seven continents. You are part of this Milchama. And of course, we've heard many suggestions and many very worthy and important suggestions. And in no way is this the definitive battle plan. But perhaps we could share some humble ideas that we can collect from the words of our sages that can give us deeper insight and meaning in conducting this great battle that with the help of Hashem, the Jewish people will be victorious. And I think it's important not just to say, well, yeah, we, we know what we need to do. We need to daven, we need to learn, we need to do chesed. But let's understand why will these tactics be effective? Why are they effective? And specifically, why will they be able to counteract this vicious enemy that we are facing, namely Yishmael? Number one, when the Jewish people were in Mitzrayim and we were languishing, wallowing in Mitzrayim, our great Savior was Moshe Rabbeinu. Let's think about what he did. Our sages say, Vayigda Moshe, Moshe grew up and he went out to feel the pain of the Jewish people. Rashi tells us, Nasan He placed his heart and his eyes to feel the pain of the Jewish people. Let's understand why this is so important. You see, God deals with us measure for measure. Mida kenegin mida, quid pro quo. We need to elicit from Shamayim that the Rebbein Shem will, will look down at the Jewish people and see our pain and feel our pain. So how do we elicit that? When we wake up in the morning, when we lay awake at night, and what's on our mind is the pain that the families of the soldiers are going through, the pain that the families of the victims are going through. When God sees that in our heart, we carry with us, we commiserate, with, we empathize with what our brothers and sisters are going through on the actual war front, do you know what kind of sensation that creates in heaven? Hashem says, in your heart, you feel the, the pain of your brothers and sisters. So in my great heart, I feel the pain of the Jewish people. It is so vital and critical at a time like this not to just go on with one's life. Even if, let's say, at night, a person curtails any amount of just regular enjoyment out of a feeling of empathy for what Klal Yisrael is going through in Eretz Yisrael, this will create a tremendous, so to speak, earthquake in heaven. The Rebbe Shalom says, this is how you feel about your brothers and sisters. I'm going to feel acutely the pain of the Jewish people. So our first responsibility is to be noisei ba'olem chavereinu, to try to feel the pain of our brethren in Eretz Yisrael. Let's talk about tefillah. In our community here, it's really a tremendous Kiddush Hashem. Every single night, there are gatherings of tehillim, of tefillah. Let's try to explain why specifically against this enemy, Yishmael, tefillah is so important. You see, Pirkei de Rebeleza and Perk Lamadal teaches us, why is his name Yishmael? Says Perkei the Rebeleza, it is a prophetic message that God will hear the prayers of the Jewish people in the time that we are assaulted by the Bnei Yishma'el. Yishma'el. God will listen to our tefillah. Of all the enemies we have, it is the role of Yishma'el to try to elicit heartfelt 
Prayer from the Jewish people. So that is the task of the day. That is the avoida of the day. That is our responsibility. Because that is our tradition of how we overcome Yishmael. By overcoming Yishmael through heartfelt prayer. And it's very interesting to note, specifically Tehillim. You see, Tehillim was written by King David, David HaMelech. And there are two great exiles for the Jewish people. The Golos of Edoim, Edoim, Esav, that we overcome with the Mashiach called Mashiach ben Yosef. Yosef counteracts Edoim. But Mashiach ben David counteracts Yishmael. And therefore, Tehillim at a time like this is particularly effective. Let's talk about the defense systems of the Jewish people. We all know that Eretz Yisrael has a great defense force, but we also have spiritual defense. The spiritual defense of the Jewish people, the Gemara says in Baba Basra, Our shuls, our Batei Midrashim, are the spiritual defense forces of the Jewish people. So therefore, we have to say that we have to make sure that our spiritual defense forces have no infiltration. And let's not beat around the bush. The decorum in our Batei Knesias and Batei Midrashais needs to be exemplary at a time like this. No infiltration means kindly leave all devices outside. Not, don't even turn them off. Don't even bring them in. This will ensure that our defense capacity is at its premium level. That our shuls will be kimigdolois, towers, fortresses. And that will bolster the protection of the Jewish people. Veshadai kimigdolois. It is our responsibility as soldiers in this war to ensure the maximum security for the Jewish people. Let's talk about number three, Talmud Torah. Learning is the most powerful zuchus of the Jewish people. Torah magna umatzla. Torah protects us. It saves us. But let's point to one particular aspect of learning. You know, Chassam Soifer reveals to us that every year on Rosh Hashanah, God decrees that there will be a certain amount of warfare in the world. But says Chassam Soifer, there's a way to protect ourselves from physical warfare. There's something called Melcham Shal Torah, the wars of Torah. The wars of Torah is when a person learns so passionately, so intently, so intensely, where they read a Gemara, or they read a Rashi, and they ask on it, they ask their Chavrusa, their study partner, they ask their Rebbe, and they get involved in a heated discussion. And that war in learning actually fulfills the quota of war in the world, and it will allow greater peace to reign in the world. So at a time like this, certainly Talmud Torah is a tremendous suchos, but specifically to try to immerse oneself in learning in a very intense and passionate way that actually that war of Torah will supplant the need for physical warfare. Finally, fifth suggestion Reb Chaim Vital, the primary disciple of the Arizal, wrote a commentary on Tehillim. He writes in the 124th parak of Tehillim that this parak is a prophetic prediction of the final Golas. The final Golas, says Reb Chaim Vital, after the four exiles, is what is known as Golas Yishmael. And in Parak Kufchav Dalet, David Amar tells us 
You see, the four exiles are compared to four wild animals. The fifth exile, Golas Yishmael, is compared to Adam, man. And the reason why Yishmael is compared to man is Yishmael has a bris milah. That's his tradition from Avram Avinu. And David HaMelech concludes that during this exile, the primary tactic, the primary way to overcome this enemy is Ezreinu B'Shem Hashem Oisei Shamayim V'Aretz. That with all of our mitzvahs and with all of our ma'asim toivim, for this exile, we need bitachain. We need absolute faith in Hashem. Bitachain, says Reb Chaim Vital, is the targeted tactic versus Golos Yishmael. And at a time like this, when things seem bleak, dark, we were caught off guard, we experienced, in a way, in one day, worse disaster than since the darkest period in the history of the Jewish people. Now is the time to fortify ourselves. That HaKadosh Baruch Hu is our loving Father. He has our back. He has our best interest. We're going to be victorious in this war. We rest confidently in His hands. We rest assuredly, comfortably in the hands of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Strengthening ourselves in our absolute faith in Avinu Shemashamayim is, says Reb Chaim Vital, the targeted tactic against Yishmael in the time right before the coming of Mashiach. These are some humble suggestions, along with many of the suggestions that many of us have heard from our Rabbeim and our teachers. And Be'ezus Hashem, B'Shem Hashem Na'asev and our consolation is that when push comes to shove, at a time like this, when our back is against the wall, look how we've all come together in, in unity and overcoming and transcending any specific denomination. Klal Yisrael is Mika'amcha Yisrael Goyachad. So we say, Ribayna Shalaylam Ata Echad, Veshimcha Echad, you are one, your name is one, but look at your beloved people. We come together in unity, and in that merit, very soon we will see victory against our enemy, and the greatest consolation of all, the coming of Mashiach ben David. May he come speedily in our days. Living L'chaim. You've just experienced another Torah class, brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.